considerate individual. The fuck The point is to talk into you? the mic and then cough into your elbow, into the inside of you. Because when you cough in your hands, you shake hands with people, so that doesn't make any sense. You know how many motherfuckers do not do that? You know how many people are sick right now because someone coughed, didn't cover their mouth, and be like, yo, what's up, bro? That's probably how I got sick. Bro, how are you, though? Oh, shit. Damn, we starting? Yo, yo. (laughs) Wait, wait. I'm going to come back to that conversation. Let me introduce the show first. Yo, 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 yo. Got to get my octaves right. Hello, good people. This is the For the Stress Podcast. My name is 4KJ. I am joined always by the good brother Frankie Metals, a.k.a. El Capitan. A.K.A. Apparently Mr. Sniffles this episode A.K.A. Caps Lock A.K.A. Uh, L Cap <laughs> How are you doing beloved? I'm, I'm good otherwise <laughs> Yo you gotta get together This weather is not playing with us man This cold is not gonna turn me down at all Listen I man. was playing the drums earlier That shows you how much I give a fuck You try to sweat the what cold are you doing? Yeah what are you doing <laughs> When you're sick you're in bed sweating and praying I was playing the drums sweating Like that shit gonna make you better Alright man Anyway Church announcements Follow the show on everything Uh, Instagram Follow the show For the stress Underscore podcast Follow me on Twitter At twitter.com Slash 4kj Follow Frankie on IG At Frankie Metals Follow the dojo On JC On on JC On IG At the dojo JC Follow a celestial goddess on IG for your holistic healing. Follow at Ivy's Tico for your herbal needs. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And all that good shit like that there. Thank you for turning me up, beloved. No problem. You know I'm on these things. Yeah, you on these things. How, yo, bro, listen, man. This shit, I don't know whether you know it or not, but these fucking colds are getting stronger. Like, I think I'm just getting less stronger. Like I, I feel like my body isn't as uh, com- combating this cold as it should, as opposed to me blaming it on the cold. Like, damn, this is a hell of a cold. Nah, no, bro. motherfucker, a cold is a cold. Nah, but your body is not uh, used to taking that cold the same way. So, are you are you suggesting that you are unhealthy? I'm getting old is what I'm saying, bro. That getting old shit don't mean nothing. You could yeah, be healthy. You're right. Um, I yeah, mean, you know, fuck it. It hits us. I got a cold. I got some congestion. You got you to gotta get better, man. It's the cold. <laughs> that was the cold. <laughs> no, it was the cold because I, I knew. I said it to myself. I said, I'm going to get fucking sick. And I don't get sick. So I walked outside uh, a few hours prior on this day. With no this jacket? particular day. No jacket. The I sun was it. out. The sun was like, hey, you know how you feeling today? I'm trying to make you feel good. Yeah. And that, then, that shit uh, was a facade, though. I went inside and left the same way. Mm, no jacket. It's freezing. So this nigga Frankie does not care about the weather, apparently. That's what I uh, garnered from all of that information. Yeah. <laughs> you got to care about the weather, man. You know what I realized? That I got to grow the fuck up and buy a coat. Which um, is news to me, apparently. Because, mm. you know, I'll be out here, you know, you hop in and out of cars. You're like, I'm good. I don't need no coat. Nah, fam. This weather was like, get your black ass. Stop it. Go to Burlington and get your black ass a coat. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to the weather. Um, I don't know. We're, we're, it's, it's a lot of 
a lot of things happening. Um, is this is gonna be a? You know what? I, you know what? I, I think I said this before. I, I slow weeks, slow news weeks are always followed by a week packed of shit. Mm. So. I guess the most logical place to start off was be this goddamn Popeye sandwich again. Oh, bro, we. Uh, <laughs> why? why? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Why? But it's here for us. We have to discuss these things, man. Why do we have to discuss this? Because niggas are getting killed over chicken sandwiches. That's just stupid. Now next, <laughs> oh, we got it's stupid. Why are you getting stabbed? Next. Why are you getting stabbed over a, a chicken sandwich? It's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. Next topic. I'm sorry. We got We got We got to give this a little okay. bit of attention. I'll give it. A, I'll give it a few more sentences. Go on. So apparently, if you've been under a rock, the the Popeye's chicken sandwich is back. We had a lengthy conversation about this before, but they're back and madness has ensued. There are damn near riots and Popeyes. Niggas is getting body slammed and suplexed. People are getting stabbed and killed. White people are fighting in parking lots, are fighting in a drive through with no shoes on. This shit is out of control. I'm not sure what is in these sandwiches. Yo, but no shoes is the best way to fight if you know how to fight. Bro, I watched a video of some they were probably hillbillies, but some of, of some hillbilly motherfuckers. One of them got out of a pickup truck to fight the white guy behind him who was also barefoot. And 20 seconds into the fight, another man appears also bare. Mm-hmm. Another man appears also barefoot. What the hell is happening out here? I know, I know, I know how you feel, bro. I know this shit is silly, but this is a craze that's happening. Remember, you you know, it's insanity. But you know, people gonna beef over shit. They're gonna beef over parking space. They're gonna beef over like people just gonna beef over shit. When it's public shit, they're gonna beef over something. Wherever there's a lot of people, and there's a rush, people are gonna. Be willing to inflict harm on others. I, I think we've reached a point that this needs to be acknowledged because someone has died over this sandwich. Yeah, well, Black Friday stuff too, like that. I mean, well, yeah, Crazy people, sales get, people, yeah, people get hurt get, too. Yeah, they get trampled and shit like that. But I've never and thought... they fight. I always hear fighting. I always hear that there's fighting. Okay, but I, I can justify fighting over a big screen TV. That, I know that that sounds wild. I know that sounds wild. But over a chicken sandwich? Nah, I can't justify fighting over a sandwich. I, I can mean, justify I don't think, fighting over a I don't a think they're fighting over the sandwich. I think it's a it's something else going on psychologically there. Uh, being activated. Oh, but, oh, um, is, it, is this tinfoil hat time? Is this what? Is this tinfoil hat time? Tinfoil hat time. Fill me in. You you said it. You said there's something deeper psychological. Going it's got to be something deeper psychological for people to, because I wouldn't fight over a sandwich. Okay, so what's going on that the masses are attacking each other over deep fried? Have you tasted the sandwich? No. Let's just get down to it. No, fuck no. I'm not eating that sandwich. You didn't eat it. Hell no. Right. Why right. would I subjugate myself to be in line? Because like see, the, I think that it's all like a marketing ploy. This, it's no way in hell that sandwich is that good. I, I I mean it's 
obviously it is something in it that people keep going to but i just i can't see myself in line waiting to taste this regular looking sandwich i could make a better fried chicken sandwich in my house but if you suggesting that something deeper is going on i'm i'm asking fill me in because i don't know if i just think motherfuckers are stupid mm-hmm. yeah I, I i'll stand in line for the impossible burger from white castle isn't that the same concept though yeah but people aren't getting shot over that one not yet well it's been out for a while <laughs> So if they're not popping off now and they popping at Popeye's the first day of release. If someone think, gets shot um, over a Possible Burger, then that proves that there's something that they're putting in the food. Yeah, and the Impossible Burger, that's a drive-by burger right there. You get to catch a drive-by beef, beefing like that, you know, but it, it hasn't popped off yet. And then Popeye's is popping off. I, 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 <laughs> I, I didn't want to start here, but this is the, probably the most ridiculous news of the day. What's that? The fucking Popeye sandwich. So I just thought, let's just get. Hey, the, no, yeah, there's something to say. Let's, yeah. let's just get the goofy shit out of the way because, goddamn, y'all need to knock it the fuck off, man. You want you want something dangerous? Go to a chicken spot at three in the morning. That's dangerous. Try 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 to get a sandwich then, and then talk to me about fucking danger. Fuck y'all talking. About. <laughs> it's oh, hard man. out here. For who? Shit for people online when you just that sandwich, bro. I, I just want to give a harm's way. I want to give a a some a prayer of encouragement and strength to the Popeyes workers dealing with all of this shit. If y'all don't get a goddamn raise, I will stand and riot with y'all because that is ridiculous. Like it was like, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't want to be talking about this goddamn sandwich, but yeah. Jesus, Jesus, uh, words, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um you want to continue with the ridiculousness? Yeah. Let's go. Uh what's up? Rapper TI. Okay. Is um Shouty. Uh-huh. I just had to drink my water. Um Rapper TI is uh apparently monitoring his daughter's hymen. What's ha- What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> This, this, he was in an interview and for whatever reason, he brought up that he goes to the gynecologist with his daughter. His daughter is like maybe 19, something like that, 20, some shit like that. And he said that he goes to the gynecologist with her to make sure her hymen is intact, to make sure she, she's still a virgin and she's not out here fucking. Good for him. Good for him. He caught so much heat for this that Planned Parenthood said to him, they said something describing the hymen to him or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. My question is we are both fathers of daughters. Mm-hmm. Are you going to the gynecologist with your daughter? No. Would no. you would you publicly say that you're checking? I would first off, it's nobody's business. That's nobody's business. But he's divulging this. You know what I mean? If I got to go to the gynecologist for whatever specific reason, I'm not making it a regular checkup. But you why know? are you checking her hymen if she, to see if she's still a ver- Why does that matter? And why are you telling us? Again, this is my point. 
you know, it's nobody's business, but he's divulging the information. It made me um, kind of look at him like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? Because for you to publicly say this, embarrassing your daughter, and he, he doubled down on it like, man, fuck y'all. That's my child. He could do what he wants. No, he can. Yeah. It's just because you have Jewish communities that do other strange things too. But but they and keep, they do that as a you know as all together. All right, but they keep of, us out of it. That's the difference. Well, again, yeah, you know, they uh, it's a private thing. It's done amongst families. It's traditional. People who are there are there. They do do some weird shit, don't they? Get circumcised at like thirteen or some shit. They do some. They I've heard some some strange things regarding the traditions but i'm not one to judge like you know same way that i'm not gonna judge uh ti you know he that's his kid who am i to tell him what to do with his his child i i, I feel the same way but again like with most of these celebrities it's just some shit that we don't really need to know hmm. well, if I, I was in his shoes maybe i might be doing that you know i don't know i don't i'm not in his shoes you know, to judge whether that's like a well, let's, let's. I feel like my kid is uh, that's her, that's her right, business. Well, well, let's speculate because we have podcasts and that's what the, that's what we're gonna do. If you were in Ti's position, mm. would you subjugate your daughter to that type of? Me no, no, I don't care. You know, I I don't care. Like I think I would even know that myself. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't have to do that to know that my kid has already. Right. Done stuff. She's she's doing a no pants dance. It's whatever, man. Like I I was raised in the eighties. Don't ask me. <laughs> when when did your mother know you was fucking? My mother knew. I I first off, my mother knew a lot really fast. <laughs> Shout out the moms knowing Shout shit immediately. My, my mom knows. She knows things. My mother knew. My mother knew. I think she just knew my walk was different. And she didn't. She never said anything to me directly. Like I know what you're doing out here. It just came up randomly. She was like, "I know you out here fucking. You got condoms." I'm like, "Yeah, mom." <laughs> and that was that. Yeah. But, but now, as a as a father, I'm like, I'm kind of and I'm kind of, I kind of share your sentiment where like, yo, I don't want to know. But at the same time, I just feel like, and what am I gonna do now that I know? Ha. I hate you now. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying that. Like, it's what's just, the, you know. But I mean, you would want them to be safe, though. Because, you know, it's a lot of, you know, we men. I, so I, it's like. Then you should just really be able to trust me enough to tell me, you know, that that's what's going on. Like, I'm not going to discuss, like, the relationship that I have with my kid, you know, to explain why I would and wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. I just feel like if you're close enough with your kid, you don't need to do that. You know, they'll just. They. You, Whatever happened to parents, like, kids trusting their parents before anyone else? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's just is what it is. Like, you, you got to be open about these things verbally. Like, yeah, I'm seeing a boy. Set the standards. So, make uh, so, it an open dialogue and say, like. So by, by that logic, then it's kind of safe to say that his daughter doesn't trust him enough to share that information with him. I well, don't know that that's the case. I mean, I don't know either, but because we speculating and it's a podcast. And I'm just... speculating it would go up to, you know, up to right about there. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to make up a whole scenario now. 
up based off of because I don't make know up scenarios, T. I. man. Come on, I don't know T.I. and make I don't know T.I.'s daughter, let alone <laughs> T.I. and his daughter. I just know the way he talks. That's why I was like, "What's happening?" You know. But <laughs> he uses hella four syllable words. Yeah, right. SAT words and shit like that. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. He he talked very uh, expeditiously and shit like that. Yeah, that's cool. You know, so he wanna he wanna keep he wanna keep literal tabs on on his on his child on his child to see whether she's still pure or not, right? Maybe that's why he's or if he's uh. But what if she's a virgin, but she out here sniffing wild coke? Is she still pure? Well, uh, she's defiling her body, <laughs> so. You know, she's still young, so that, that coke isn't gonna kill her. But still, like this, that that being pure just sounds so. I don't know. It's it's very subjective. Like it's like pure can mean so many different things. But I'm, I'm right. I'm I'm like. But in this case, he's checking very private part. That's why they call it private. Right. You so, take care of it, not me. Right. And it's just like, I, and that's why I'm looking at him crazy because it's like you checking to see. If she's still a virgin, but she could be sucking wild dick. Now I don't know if that, if I don't know her at all, so I don't know what she's doing. But who are you to judge her? See, but you can't get pregnant. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm saying the truth. You can't get pregnant, so maybe it's a it's a you know it's a trade off. <laughs> no, maybe it's that he wants to. He's not like he's trying to keep the babies out the house. Either or or just know if there's a baby coming. Who knows? So you know, she I suck. think he would want to be like, nah, you're not having any kid whatsoever until you're out of this house. So she, so she can and because do whatever he pays she the wants. bills, and he could do that. I mean, know? and that's his prerogative because he paid the bills, right? And um, I just I the kid. What's the kid saying? The kid is she's like agreeing with the public sentiment because a lot of the public is saying, you know essentially yo he need to mind his fucking business mm. and you know the internet does investigative work all of the time so they pulled up her likes mm. and she was liking a bunch of comments that were agreeing with that sentiment like yo why is he doing this he need to leave her alone so obviously yeah. she's embarrassed and she doesn't agree with well one him saying this publicly and two her him invading her privacy like this mm. literally mm -hmm. so she's you know she feels this way and he doesn't like he's like fuck that i don't care mm -hmm. i mean he, he's a he's from the south so he got a lot of them old school ways mm -hmm. where it's just like like you said it's my house my rules you do what the fuck i say i get that but it's like yeah, man. Certain shit you gotta just. I, we don't need to know. Right. We don't need to know. Right, right. I know we're in this oversharing culture, but it's like things like that, especially with your family. You talk about that with your wife, and y'all yeah. figure it out amongst one another. Yeah, don't put, don't say that in the interview. Please don't. Like, because then this happens, you know. Yeah, but we, it's good. It's good that we know about it, so that we could tell them, like, hey, you know, you should do. Maybe nobody's saying anything in the inside the fam, you know. It, but that's uh that's for them to discuss, really. It shouldn't go out to the public. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. But he, like like I said, he was had a whole interview about this shit. And I'm more I, I um 
looking at the interview crazy because it's like I don't know what, what prompted this conversation, but some shit is way too personal. I know we are trained to want to know every single detail about our celebrities' lives, but are you playing Tetris over there? No, I'm trying to shut this thing down. I don't. I know we um are trained to know everything about our celebrities' lives, but yes, we don't need to know certain shit mm-hmm. like at all. So, T.I., yeah, mind your fucking business, bro. Mind your fucking business. That shit had me looking at my my daughter's like, all right, I don't want to know nothing. Out to them and mom. Yeah, I'm 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 here for you if you need any type of moral support. If I can, I'm not going. I don't know anything about you know being a woman. I but I can support you emotionally. But I'm not going to gynecologist with you. Talk to your mama. Um, <laughs> um, uh. Do you want to discuss the robots? Let's talk about robots. What's going on with the robots? Well, now they're they're robot police officers now. Well, you ever seen RoboCop? <laughs> Come on, man, <laughs> catch up, catch up. This ain't new. No, no, but they created it for real though. Yeah, seriously. There's Shit. a it's, there's a there's a robo robo car. Okay. Pulling people over like a real police officer. Okay. And um. I don't know what state because fuck the particulars, but <laughs> this shit is happening. Okay. There's a video out of robot dogs over in that. There's this. So it pull you over and what? Like, it pulls. How does it pull you over? It pulls it like a real police car. They hit the sirens on you. You pull over. Uh-huh. And I think it just shouts instructions okay. from the police car. So what if I'm just like, I fuck this car. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Does know. Does it make a decision to I, bust out flamethrowers and melt your tires? Maybe. Like I'm not sure how far. Like, if you, if, if you get pulled over right. and you decide to beat it on these niggas, uh-huh. I don't know what's the procedure after that. Because right. if a robot is chasing me down on foot now. Right. So a robot might not care how I look unless it's programmed to care how I look. And then that's like a lot of money put into the thing's so are, brain. So you're making robots racist now. No, on top yeah. Of that. You, if it's just gonna pull me over according to how fast I was going, I trust that faster. So yeah. it's like it's going. This this is this is why this automation shit is out of control. Because are they just gonna like email me a ticket? Damn, is a robot? Is a robot gonna approach my car and treat me worse than these fucking police officers? Like what's what's happening out here? And then on top of that, this um there's this ai company in boston is it boston boston technology some shit Mm. but they have a video of robot dogs oh boy i've seen those though the little moving uh yeah but it's like they are they're sitting they're jumping they're following the commands of whatever they are programming 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 them to do i can't talk apparently it's all good and I'm just waiting for the day where they just become self-aware and decide to take over. This is where I'm at now. I'm not, I'm not, I know this is like a reoccurring topic, but at this point, I'm just like, just bring it on already. Bring it on. Let me um, deal with the repercussions because I'm tired of trying to prepare for the apocalypse. Just bring it already. I saw this robot that had 
wheels on its feet and it would jump over things and it was like at least six foot tall and the thing would spin around like crazy like at high velocities like um like them little wheelie vehicles that they be using in the mall the yeah. security guards be on in the mall like them type of wheels yeah but they're smaller mm-hmm. and this thing can really move what are we gonna do y'all run run Run. Where are we running to with the because robots that, have wheels? That thing don't that thing don't feel no pain. You know, you're better off running than fighting it. Or tripping it up. Try to trip it up. That shit catches balance. Do kung fu. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen, <laughs> man. I they don't teach, know. Bro, they're teaching robots how to shoot guns. I don't believe you're gonna hit me. Bro. Maybe maybe it might Bro, the same institute. I, I I'm gonna have to get the name for y'all. Because you gotta but, be able to predict Bro this how you know how I'm gonna move. Bro, this the the, the robot was shooting targets. With impeccable aim, uh-huh. while the his handlers were like hitting him with shit, so he will fall, get back up, shoot a target. They'll throw something at his face, he'll wipe it off, shoot a target. They'll try to like trip him with some shit, he'll get up, shoot a target. It's like the Matrix and stuff now. I'm 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 just curious about what's gonna kill us first. This is the I got an enemy for you to watch. Okay, it got real. Here we go. It got real. Okay. Blame. It's called Blame. Okay. I think it's on Netflix. All right. It's about like robots taking over. But in like like thousands of years after robots took over, what it would be like for human beings. Oh, shit. Yeah. See, so shit like that just fuels my, the, the conspiratorial side of me. So, so that means I'm going to watch it immediately. Blame. On Netflix, it's an anime. You got this dude with a big ass, big ass, forty-five plasma ray. Blah! <laughs> You're gonna like it. You're gonna like. It. I'm on. Um, Thank me later, like Drake says. Um, that that reminds me of this um the show on a kind of star called Daybreak on Netflix. That's, I saw a little bit of that. That's more like apocalyptic shit. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out since you said the blame. Now I'm just I'm really just curious about what's gonna kill us first because you know they uh they just dropped a new HIV on the streets. Say what? They updated they updated the iOS for HIV. It's a new strand out now. A new strain of HIV? Yeah, and there's a new strain of HIV out now. It's just dropping like Jordans. So apparently this one is much stronger than the previous HIV. Mm. And it's killing people faster, and it, there's no cure for it yet. But I feel like they do this every couple of years, though. Let's switch it up on them. Yeah, like a couple. What, what DJ, <laughs> DJ Disease, <laughs> DJ Disease. <laughs> What's gonna kill us first? Okay. <laughs> What's gonna kill us first? Let me know. Is it gonna be the robots? Is it gonna be the new HIV? Is it going to be Popeye's chicken sandwich? What's going to kill us first? I'm, 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 I'm. If, if you could survive the robots, the HIV will get you. If you could survive the chicken sandwich, the robots are going to get you. And if you survive the robots, the, the, the fucking new HIV is going to get you. The only way to survive in the future is going to be by doing parkour and being celibate. That's how you're going to survive in the future. Parkour, celibacy. 
that's good luck. that's 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 gonna save humanity. Or oh my goodness, you hijack a lab and get one of the test kits, mm. so that before you mate with someone, you give yourself you know that they won't have it. That's it. That's the only way. So, you know, pretty much, it'll Bro. be exactly like it is now. People only have sex when they have time. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing different. Same shit. Yeah. As long as it's you got one same, of them kits. It's the same it's shit. Like, it's going to be like, you got a condom? Yeah. You got a kit? Yeah. <laughs> so, All right. But apparently this new HIV can, can affect you through the goddamn condom. Damn. So now we need... We need HIV 2.0 resistant condoms. So, uh, so who said this? This was from the the um, the CDC. The CDC, Center for Disease and Control. All right, so they're telling us that there's a new type of HIV out. Yep. How does it get transmitted? I guess the same way through the like the old HIV. Well, if it goes through the condom, this does not work like the old HIV. <laughs> This is the new Terminator well, this virus. Is what this is what I'm saying. This Obviously, is, this it shapeshifts through this, things. This is a T-1000. They upgraded this shit because niggas was getting too healthy. They decided y'all was living too long off the old HIV. So, like, nah, we need y'all back on this medication, back on these pills. So, now nah, we're going to give y'all some new and improved shit, and only we have the cure. Now, if you really want to get, now, if we're really going to get in a tenfold bag, I, I I highly believe this is just another reason just to kind of keep us in line. That's just me, though. I know everything is in the conspiracy, but this is leaning very conspirat- conspiratory-like to me. Mm-hmm. Because if so many people are becoming resistant, if they're new um, alternative medicines to deal with such diseases, and we don't really need the pharmaceutical industry anymore who why wouldn't they introduce some wild shit to the masses and be like no 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 you y'all still need us because there's some new shit out in the streets y'all need to come get these vaccinations and they're a hundred dollars a pop this is it's basic economics so that's just me though i, I feel like they um because what was what was it last time was it the fucking bird flu or something that was killing everybody what am i thinking Swine about flu was killing people then you get the west now ebola was e- ebola. ebola was out here uh rocking in the streets for a little bit ebola had to block hot for a while and then mysteriously that just went away it's just come like fashion trends for real what's the what's the new ill sickness for the winter time so you got this mean ass cold. You, you might need to get checked, bro. Make sure that you ain't got this a new strain of cold. I'm, if I'm gonna go, then I'm gonna go. And uh, you better not. That's some. That's some. That's some wild. You better not go for no goddamn cold. That's like I'm not. So, niggas gonna be I'm at your optimistic. funeral. Like yo, yeah, it's my man Frankie. He, you know what I mean. He, a cold took him out. What the fuck type of shit is that? Yeah. Come on, bro. You better than that. I'm not going to allow you to let a cold take you out. No, I don't think a cold's going to take me out. I'm good, man. I'm just, uh, I sound like a sick bastard right now. You do. And this is why I'm I'm concerned. I sound like uh, Rick from Rick and Morty on this episode. (laughs) No, no, no. I sound like the hormone monster from Big Mouth. 
Oh shit. If you ever seen that show, Shout Big, to Big Mouth. Mouth. Yeah. Yeah. She I sounded was, crazy. Yeah. You do sound cause you gotta and then you keep smoking on top of that. Like, come on, bro, what are you doing? Listen to <laughs> Listen to we, we care about you, Frankie. How am I do the podcast if you incapacitated? I'm here. What you talking about? I'm if you keep the sickness going on. I'm here, ain't I? I'm moving. I'm moving. The sickness does not affect me. Like my that shit does not affect my temperament nor my mood. I move clean through it. It's gonna get Look, better, man. you know. Look, man. I listen. I'm the complete opposite. It I, hit me like last night. So this is like literally the worst. I'm pretty sure that by tomorrow I'm gonna be good. Are you gonna take some medicine? Yeah, I'm gonna take some. Not Newport's, real medicine. <laughs> not Newport's, not weed. Some real like night quill or some or mucinex or some shit we gotta know man i gotta know i gotta make sure that you're gonna be here for the foreseeable future because everything is killing us i need to make sure you are right i'm good bro all right man just making sure man i got my little sweet over here i got my little water you know yeah, so if frankie's not here next episode y'all know why yeah the fucking the new and approved viruses took him out and we, and i warned him but he said fuck you so yeah, yeah. No, I'm good, man. I'm good. <laughs> I'm in good spirits, you know. I sound like shit, but it's okay. Well, still, I, well. Speak, speaking of good spirits, I was watching the Mon explain. I think he was talking about this before we turned the mics on, and uh, I don't know why they said meditation. They was talking about meditation, and they were saying how that can cure illnesses, depending on how deep you are into the meditative game absolutely absolutely like they had a conversation with this this buddhist monk who um and i'm all the way on, on board with the mindfulness meditation is being more aware of your surroundings mm -hmm. being more aware of your body your breathing and things it's called of that focus time yeah i'm i'm um i found myself like doing that more good like taking like maybe 15 minutes out the day when I have some time to myself and just. I knew this was coming. How you? How the fuck you know this was coming? Because you lost your job. Oh, and this is what this, happened. Here you go with this shit. And it's very serious <laughs> because I went through this. So mm. I relate to you. I relate to your, to what you're going through because that's what happened to me. You, know? and you found yourself last, meditating more? Absolutely. Mm. Because I was stressed out. Mm, that's true. You know, when I was at work, it was about focusing and working and yeah, trying to yeah, trying to get trying to places on time trying to make it to the next day that's it and, and i worked three jobs at one point man are you sure you're not jamaican you know i'm caribbean close enough you right yeah so we work i was working three <laughs> jobs and i was still doing the music mm. and um so basically there was like this just rushing rushing i would only find time to sleep mm. but then when i no longer had a job and it was those first few really like weeks mm -hmm. of waking up because yeah. it's not just the day you gotta understand what it is to be like that every day you know so you, you could only see it when you undergo it that you're like whoa i have way more time on my hands Yo, and i never shit, understood that bro, that's something that goes by like while i'm doing that for someone else somewhere else bro i didn't realize how much time that I was given to someone else. Indeed. Like you step away from it and you, like you said, you realize how much 
of your day, how much energy you're giving mm -hmm. to a corporation. And then you're like, shit, I got eight hours that I can never get back. Right. And focus time suggests that you take 30 minutes and not even only one shot, 15 minutes and another 15 minutes. I've, I've been doing like 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Just I'll just do a solid 15 minutes where I just, um, I might use the Calm app, shout out to the Calm app. I might use that or I'll just put on like some instrumentals that I like and just do it that way. I'm really glad that you're talking about this because I was gonna talk about why there was a delay for the Gnosis pod. Okay, yeah, what the fuck is the Gnosis pod, my nigga? So the Gnosis pod is undergoing some uh, some structural changes. Oh shit. Right? And for, for you know, those of you that listen to both of the podcasts. Shout out to the Gnosis pod, make sure y'all follow the Gnosis pod on uh, fucking everything. Yeah, so I was releasing it bi-weekly mm -hmm. and um, I decided I was going to do more of a series thing. So there's going to be a slight break between like these releases. So, so it's going to start picking up again with a bunch of different things. Like okay. I'm going to start throwing new things out. Um, so the next episode is already ready though. Okay. I just haven't recorded it because I do uh, put footnotes down and I just follow the footnotes uh, while I talk on the podcast. So mm -hmm. for the next one, it's going to be talking about the five senses. And meditation is about arriving somewhere through those senses, right? Hearing, mm -hmm. seeing, uh, hearing, seeing, uh, tasting, touching. You know, all of those senses make us our perception, mm -hmm. right? And and how we view uh, reality. So when all of those senses are aligned, meaning like you have white noise that's focusing your, your hearing and you close your eyes so that there's nothing visually distracting you. You clear your mind mm -hmm. and um, you light a candle or something like that because that affects the scent, the scent in the room, the smell in the room. And that also creates a, a focus on your, your sense of smell. Mm -hmm. So you got to cater to your senses to arrive to your, your place. You know, you could burn whatever you want in the room. If it's sage, then like sage, if it's frankincense, there's a lot of shit. Yeah. You know that you can burn to create a, a ambiance in right. your room, and uh, the sound—that's another frequency in the room. Whatever you like, whether it's like um, rain or the rainforest, whatever oceans, you know, even if it's like a boxing match, who knows what it is that you like? <laughs> you know, that that takes you there. You know, whatever it is that you like. Some people listen to something at night to go to sleep, specifically, like they can't go to sleep without. Yeah, the I sound need, of an AC or a I, fan. Yeah, or, I need white noise to go to sleep. Right. So uh, some people accustom that, and that's because of a focus. You you align your senses to just focus on that one singular thing, mm -hmm. because during the rest of your day, you're hearing a tundra of things. You're hearing a million things. Yeah, you're being influenced by everything. Right. Every beep, every every flicker, every mm -hmm. you know, your phone. Your phone is a constant distraction. It's good to keep your phone far away from your bed. So that you don't get distracted by the light. Because that fucks with your soul. Mm -hmm. You know, keep waking you up. You just got to sleep when it's time to sleep. But meditation is not sleep. It's like when you wake up, you're supposed to do the first 15 minutes. Mm. Which is strange for some people because they're like, I just slept. Why would I meditate after sleeping? Like, why would I close my eyes and rest after waking up? But I've, I've noticed that when I get up 
you know, and I have, and I, whenever I decide to take those 15 minutes afterwards, I feel very calm. Yeah. I feel very, um, my body's loose. A lot of the tension that I would normally have throughout the day, my body is gone. Right. And now I'm trying to implement that more to make it a daily thing because of even in the 15 minutes, I see the benefit of it. Indeed. I see, I see how, how much different my mind and my body feels mm -hmm. so watching that episode on, on netflix kind of was just like you know what this is this is something dope that i kind of stumbled upon because i realized shit i got all this free time i need to be doing something mm -hmm. and watching that episode about mindfulness and like you said about focusing your energy to your senses and just being present in the moment mm -hmm. knowing you know i think it was it was saying that I forgot I can't remember the monk's name but he was saying that um when if you're feeling meditating when you're meditating and you feel the panic or you feel anxious or you feel depression or whatever you feel he was saying that you should welcome that to not absolutely to not hide from it to nah. not fight it because you're not a you're not a pussy yeah you know you gotta you gotta man up to your challenges in your life you don't oh, woman, no. run away from them you know you gotta endure them yeah so that's the only way you could ever really get over something is by managing how you how how you sustain, you know, going through it and the, still being you. Yeah, the, the the illest shit that he said was that meditation and mi mindful meditation teaches you how to respond to your circumstances instead of letting your circumstances dictate how you respond. Right. I Just about was, thinking about. Something. Yeah, I, I thought that was the illest shit ever. So I'm I'm gonna um, practice that more. Right. I know you you're telling me about TM. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't think I'm ready for TM yet because that's some heavy shit. But I'm just going I'm starting off with the, the transcendental meditation is what you just said. The 15 minutes in the morning. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. TM is just that. It's 15 minutes in the morning and then 15 minutes later in the day. Mm. That that's it. And a lot of religions practice the same thing. Mm -hmm. They implement it in their their processes of uh the introduction is waking up and because what is the 15 minutes to you you have to like understand what is the 15 minutes for mm -hmm. why why does that 15 minutes make you feel so much di so different it's because oh. you're you're being grateful right you're being present you didn't have to wake up today. Right. You're like, there was no reason for you to wake up alive today. People go for any reason. Sometimes there's no reason. They'll go for a chicken sandwich. They'll go over a chicken sandwich or they'll go in their sleep. They won't even get to wake up. Yeah, we're. So a lot of people weren't promised today. Millions of people weren't promised today. Like millions of people died today during the recording of this podcast. Word. All over the world. And we were one of them. So the, at least 15 minutes of accepting that that day is never going to happen. You know, again, like you can have another day, but that's not you don't know that. So the 15 minutes is just accepting that and waking up the rest of your body because you have to look at your body like your land. Like your body it's is your real estate. It's your it's your every every limb in your body is a continent that mm -hmm. you govern. Your mind governs each of these things. Your hands, your feet, your knees, your legs, 
your back. When you wake up, if you don't even take a time to just wake those things up, like uh-huh. people do yoga to do that. People do other, you know, exercises and shit. Sometimes people meditate and then do yoga because it aligns the body. The, all the, the veins wake up, uh-huh. you know. And after days of working in a job that you maybe are constantly struggling or holding stuff or getting up or sitting down and picking things up and moving around, standing on your feet, there are a lot of things that create tension in the body. Some people won't can ignore these things if their mind is at peace, uh-huh. but that's a separate issue. You know, you could be standing all day and not be stressed out, but if you're standing all day and and the environment in which you work in is stressful for whatever reason then your mind is going to be stressed out your body's going to be stressed out and you're going to do this every single day and you, and you know what made what you're saying more what's the word more prevalent for me is that in that um documentary they brought up that monk who set himself on fire in india yeah rage and against the machine used that as an album cover right they were saying that because he was such a expert in meditation that when he was on fire they they studied the brain waves of monks and and meditation experts who they they like they <laughs> I'm trying to explain this right they were saying that in, the, in like in the regular brain like in you and I like if we're on fire the the anticipation of being on fire makes us already feel like we're on fire so once we're on actual fire, the 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 pain is worsened because we've already decided to feel the pain. Right. Yeah. But with monks that they don't that that anticipation isn't there. They're just steady. They feel that pain of being on fire and then it subsides like ridiculously fast. Do you remember the story of Bomb John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what that made case in point. Yeah, right. that's what that's what it made me think of. So in these moments, like you were saying, of us working, being in a rat race, we feeling all of these things. And a lot of times we're not, um, I think we're putting too much energy into feeling that stress before the actual stress. Because me for myself, I'm a worry rat. I worry all the fucking time. And the, the anticipation of worrying makes the actual worry worse than it really is, which causes me to overthink, which causes me to overreact and all this other shit that at the end of the day, wasn't really a big deal. So through meditation that they were saying that you can lessen that anticipation to where if something does happen and that something goes left, you could deal with it in that moment and not carry it with you after the moment is over. You can be like, you could be neutral, deal with that moment and then keep being neutral. So I think that's, that's the place that I'm trying to be. That's the place I'm trying to be. You'll, you'll arrive there. Just keep creating habits that help. And, and, um, you'll, you'll start to envision the habits that don't help. It, that They're going to fade away. It, They're going to melt it away. Made me, it made me think of Step Brothers. Remember that scene of Step Brothers when they built the bunk beds and they was like, we have so much room for activities. That's how I feel now. You got so much room. For activities. Like, I can just do so much now. Yeah. Don't hurt yourself, though, like they did. Yeah, then I, the fucking bunk beds crashing down. <laughs> That's uh, what it made me think of, though. No, word. And you, uh, you'll, you got to take that same 
initiative and drive that you were taking working the other gig and put that same amount of energy, if not more, mm. in your own time. Yeah. Because you deserve it, right? It's this, for you. This entrepreneurial um, journey that I'm on is a lot of it now was a lot of deprogramming mm. because we are so conditioned. You know, we born in the 80s. So a lot of our conditioning is get a job, get a job with good benefits, work to you, get your 401k up, then retire. Mm. And that shit is not applicable, applicable anymore. Mm. Like it doesn't make any sense. Applicable. Now. There you go. I can't talk. But that path doesn't make any sense now because there's so many avenues for you to be your own boss, to create your own content, content, to be you know, your own corporation. So now, like, I'm listen, I'm not knocking anybody with a nine to five, do what you do. I was there, beloved. I, mm-hmm. I know the hustle. But that's not the only path now. Like, I'm like, like, old, especially the old, like, my grandmother doesn't understand this shit. Because she's just like, why don't you just get a job? And then it's coming from a place of, you know, I want you to be secure, but she doesn't understand that this particular journey you know you got to put more work in but it does provide the same stability of a nine to five if you if you put your maximum effort into it she means the right thing no absolutely she's saying it the wrong way yeah and i and i think a lot of from I, i've been talking shout out to jazz i was talking to him and i was talking to other you know me and you talk and i was talking to other entrepreneurs and just other creatives that i really respect and that i you know am inspired by and and that sentiment was like shared that you know you just got to put you got to put the time in the effort in make the money that's all they mean to say when they say get a job is make the money Mm -hmm. now there's a million ways to get it you have to grow and discover your way through (laughs) your abilities absolutely but what is it that you have to offer I mean, you got, you got. I guess that's what everyone has their own path to figure that out. We, uh, we, you and I are in a, a very unique one. Oh, absolutely. A lot of people do it, but you know, not a lot of people do it well. I mean, the 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 thing about what we're doing and you know our consistency is really like kept us where we are because a lot of people like you said they they're, they're, this shit is not easy no but it's so much fun oh oh man you I have get a fucking the, ball you get it's fun when you when you really establish the rhythm because if you do it all the time then it becomes a rhythm a routine it's not even work after a while yeah you just like you go to the gym you do what you do and then you keep it pushing you don't think about it you don't overthink no not at all so when you don't overthink you move more fluid like bruce lee says be like water Mm, i remember that bruce lee was an ill nigga man shout out to bruce lee yeah bruce lee was what illest man one of the illest but bruce lee said you got to be like water because the flow when you go with the flow you learn to go with the flow in life if you're going according to someone else's flow you know, you, you get stuck and you get used to that flow. Mm-hmm. And but it's, it's not, not yours. yours. Yeah, it's not yours. It's not yours. 
You got to learn to maneuver out, like, which is what occurred by natural means, mm-hmm. right? It just worked out that way. I'm I'm a very strong believer that if you don't move, the universe will move for you. That because if you, you're destined for something. Yeah, like if you if you and that's with anything. Like if you're if you're destined for something, no matter what you do, no matter what you think you would. What, what's what's the saying that I always see? Um, whenever you make a plan, God laughs at you. Yeah. And I think that is, I absolutely believe that with every fiber in my being that you try to plan like yeah I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that and no bro that's just not gonna happen for you it's gonna happen the way it's supposed to happen there's nothing you can do about it right and sometimes I, I don't think the guy laughs but he know he already knows that we were gonna make that decision anyway right if he's God then he knows that we were gonna go that route to become mm-hmm. like either we either choose to become what we were meant to become or we don't mm so it's basically your free will to do what you please with your life because when your life is over that's it and what did you do with the majority of it spend it on other people's time you know as opposed to spending it on time for you yeah but but certain occurrences will push you in in a direction that you're taking too long to decide but you see it's gonna rain it's gonna rain that shouldn't sway you you know, a person who just walked through the rain, mm-hmm. no matter how hard it rains, withstand the pain. DMX said that. DMX said that. You know, no matter how hard it rains, withstand the pain. It's like you always have to cut through it. You're already there. You might as well get through it. Oh, I'm, I'm moving, beloved. I'm moving. We moving. Um, I, I, I want to stay on this creative conversation because uh, IG is getting rid of likes. We're testing out. It's supposed to be next week. By the time you're hearing this, IG should have hitting your likes. And I think this is um, important for people like us who are content creators because the focus has been on high follower counts, has been on how many likes you have on a post. That is really what has that. That's what's been the metric for a lot of these companies to decide who's valuable or not. And I think Instagram is making a pardon me, is making a good decision hiding the likes because it will force the content it will force the content creators to to really create now. Now you have to sh- you essentially have to put up a shut up because you can't cheat the system, so to speak. Because you can buy likes. You can buy followers. You can buy fake engagement. It's all generic, man. That's why I don't believe shit. But I, I think now with them hiding the likes, now is now you gotta, you gotta play ball now. If your content is as good as you've been telling everybody that it is, now we're gonna see because now we can't judge you off of, oh man, let me see what he got because he got two thousand likes on his picture. Mm-hmm. Right. You won't know now. So now you have to really sit and, and, and listen to whatever content is out there to determine whether it's good or not. And I think that's very important for up and coming content creators, whether you do music, whether you do a podcast, whether you do art. Like now is going to be in your work. If your work is good, now is going to show. Wow. Because you can't hide behind fake metrics knowing that everything can be purchased and it's so wild that 
I didn't realize how deep it was that people that people are buying or people are using companies to um, manipulate their engagement to make it look like like you always see. I always see these artists with 20,000 followers. They'll have like 300 likes on the picture, but no comments. Like how who is people are people really listening to what you're doing? Or are you just buying this just to show us that you it looks like you're doing something? And I think this is now the time to kind of we got to weeding out the weeding out the week. That's what I think this is. It. That's what I think this is. You're weeding out the people who are fronting, basically. So I, I'm I, my hats off to uh, IG for doing this. I'm um I'm very curious to how this will affect the entertainment value because we because we are so dependent on that algorithm that if I have to hit this number of likes so this many people to see it now that that's gone you know what are you gonna do now? So I think this is big, man. I think this is big. I think this is dope because there are there are too many wildly talented creators who fall or who get lost in the cracks because they might not have um, the proper quote unquote number of engagement or number of likes. I, I, I've look, you, you bring them to the studio all the time just dope artists that nobody had never heard of because they don't have the proper me metrics to be deemed as worthy or valuable and deemed as an air quotes, but they couldn't see that, bro. I know. I was just, <laughs> you didn't do the air quotes when you said it. Air quotes. Just picture the air quotes. Bloop, bloop. That's yeah, bloop, bloop. Nah, but I, I think, I think this is dope. I think this is important. Um, I, I, I want to see what precedent this sets to see if other social media sites fall in line. Hmm. Um, I doubt it because there's a lot of money being made off of likes. But I'm, I'm interested to see how this goes. I'm, I'm following the story. They've been closely. doing it like since YouTube days. And people used to buy YouTube views. Oh, absolutely. And this, this is what I'm saying. Like, even in the even in the, the recording industry with music, people are the record companies are buying streams. And, and crazy. bro, you know how wild this is? The the buying stream shit is so ill that people are having to cancel tours now. Dang. Because you brought all of this fake engagement, but now you can't sell real tickets. Mm. T Pain just had to cancel his tour because of that. And I, I salute him because he came out and said it like, look, man, enough people ain't buy my album. Enough people ain't buy my tour tickets. I had to cancel this shit. And then there's other artists like Young Jeezy who quietly canceled his tour due to quote unquote unforeseen circumstances. Nah, bro, nobody was buying your tickets. Yeah, you can, you can say that, yeah, I got 30,000 streams the first day of the album but them streams don't translate to ticket sales at some point you need real people 
Social media has conditioned people to think that I can just fake the funk. You can't do that no more. That them days are slowly coming to an end. Record labels are, notor are notorious for buying streams and inflating numbers, making it seem like this artist that you never heard of is doing so well, but they can't tour across their state because the people aren't there. You, you, you need at this point, you need real people. You need real listeners. You need real followers. You need people who are really listening to your shit, not telling people they're listening to your shit or retweeting or reposting that they're listening to it, but actually listening actually to it. Seriously listening to it. Sincerely so, listening to it. So at that minute 33, where you be like, yo, when y'all said da 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 da, oh, okay, you're listening. Thank you're you. genuinely listening to it. I'm sorry I'm being weird. <laughs> I, was just, I thought you were going to keep going. No. I was I was with it. The, the, the uh, Frankie Metal ad libs. I was with it. <laughs> nah, but um, shout out to IG. Shout out to all of the content creators. Um, a lot of y'all have been uh, a lot of y'all will be looking funny in the light because those high like counts doesn't translate to quality content. And there's a few of y'all out there. We see y'all, but, you know, the cream rises to the top. Speaking of cream, I'm not drinking tea in the woods with RZA. I don't know if you've seen this ad that he's been doing. He, he has. <laughs> What? I wish they could see the look on your face. All I heard was drink tea with RZA. Bro. I want to do that. Can the, I do that? Where can the, I sign up? The RZA has a camp that you can go get enlightenment in the woods with him and drink tea. He's partnered with uh, uh, with Tazzo Tea, which is a tea company. How do I sign up? <laughs> you want to go drink tea in the woods with RZA? Fuck yeah, I want to drink tea in the woods with RZA. Are you serious? I'm not drinking tea in the woods with Bobby Digital. That shit is out. Goodness, I'm not doing <laughs> What? You crazy? He gonna, he gonna scream fucking Wu-Tang ad-libs at me while I'm drinking chamomile? Fuck out of here. I don't want to hear that shit. But he has a whole camp that he's doing to um, promote enlightenment through tea. Now, as an avid tea drinker, I gave this a second look because I'm like, okay, you got tea. I'm listening. Uh -huh. But then you introduced the RZA. And I'm like, nah, fam. Nah, I don't want tea with the RZA. I don't want to drink tea with the RZA. Okay, I will. Nah. You let me know how his camp goes. That shit going to be $1,500 to drink tea in the woods with RZA. Oh. Because you know that's how they get you. Like, oh, yeah, you could drink tea in the woods with RZA. Oh, how much is it? 1500 All right. As long as the program's still around next year, I got you. <laughs> Nigga said next year. I'm a little busy right now. <laughs> I'm not drinking tea in the woods with I don't RZA. feel like that's that much, though, because first of all, where is the woods? I don't know. Bro, no woods. So just traveling there, right? I'm, I don't care where it is. I'm not giving. They got the lodging. RZA. What's up? They got lodging there. It's, what, is this shit like a ski trip where everything that's what is I'm included? Saying. Yeah. <laughs> If it's all of that, then I'm with it. Is there a lake? That shit is a scam. Oh, I get to shower This nigga there. is trying to scam us. Get the fuck out of here, Rizzo. You make 36 chambers. Why are you doing this? I don't think $1,500 is that much at all to go. Bro. To go meet and chill with a, uh, I am an not. influential producer. You would give $1,500 to sit in the woods and drink tea with Rizzo? Fuck yeah. You are wowing. Fuck yeah. You are wowing. I mean, yeah, I would. <laughs> I don't feel like that's a lot of money. I've spent more money... Oh, doing other things. 
I I I I can't. I spent more money. I spent like eight hundred and fifty dollars to go to New York to see, uh, like a whole bunch of jazz bands. Okay, but that you know? is more to me. That feels more significant than drink. What is he going to tell me in the woods, drinking t- while we drink tea? I watch his interviews. So, what enlightenment? Can you teach me in the woods drinking tea with you, bro? Well, see, I don't know. You'd have to. You'd have to know. I'm not. That's, but I'm, that's for you to figure out. I don't want to find out. I do because I would like to know. <laughs> yeah, you I come, wouldn't mind. I respect. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm a fan of the Rizzo. Right, like, so, so to me, out. you might not give a fuck about who he is. No, but I to give me, a. Fu- I give a. F- just being. Oh, wait, hold just on. being able to go somewhere to chill with him and uh, hold on. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Mm-hmm. I am an avid Wu Tang fan. Wu Tang is one of the most influential hip hop acts. That's cool, but RZA though, <laughs> specifically, and Wu Tang will tell you this. Like I follow Wu Tang for mm-hmm. real. Wu Tang will tell you that the RZA, that's the he's the head, right? He I, I'm informs. With that. So uh, there's a level of wisdom in there. Absolutely, that. I w- I'm not denying that. And uh, all of them do. They all possess a certain level of wisdom. Like, they all have their own. I just don't think it's worth that amount. I feel like it is. All I right, feel so like we, it is because I don't so feel like $1,500 to take it. Like, even if I, I also remind mind you, I regularly enjoy taking trips like that. Okay. Anyway. So I understand that to do that, that's not that far off the mark already. Like, it costs that much just to go to the woods. So it doesn't sound to me like he's charging you anything extra. Like while you're there, you're there usually for a month and it could be fifteen hundred and they feed you, they there's lodging, there's all of that stuff. Well, I don't know the particulars, so I hope all right. of that is included. I'm assuming that you're not going with a backpack in the woods. Bro, listen. And yes, because to, I could do that for free. I'll just bro, figure listen, out where you are. Due to certain I'll show up and say I didn't pay. Due but to, you know, due what's to, up though? Due to recent events like the Fry Festival. That should sound like a brick hitting them. Should sound like a Glock. Go ahead. It's due to recent events of the Fry Festival being a sham. Of Kanye just had this brunchella that was a fucking scam, where he was giving niggas um ham and cheese on white bread. Like I'm not, I'm not buying these celebrities and their retreats. I'm not with it. I'm not rolling because a lot you niggas is scamming. Ja Rule out here trying to get niggas for their money. Kanye trying to get niggas for their money. I'm not fucking with it. I'm sorry. Ja Rule ruined it for y'all. I don't care how much enlightenment you have. You are the RZA. You probably have a shitload of, of wisdom. I don't deny that. But I'm not I'm not giving you $1,500 for no fucking I'm not RZA going for me. enlightenment. I'm going to chill with the RZA. <laughs> and like I said, it don't cost that much <laughs> to do that trip. Why point blank, period. Now? Why is so, he bopping though? <laughs> because I'm going to see the RZA. I'm like, I'd be mad you know, soup. Uh, you like, soup until I, you know you. I'm bringing my own weed. I'm I'm gonna be chilling. You well, know listen, we're gonna start a GoFundMe to get Frankie to the woods. Let's get Frankie to the Enlightenment camp to drink tea with the RZA. And He's gonna be know. like, "You here for Enlightenment?" I'm like, "Nah, dog. I just seen enough <laughs> of your interviews to know I wanted to chill with you." And I got some beats. So I, you can say anything. I really don't <laughs> care. You, I got beats. Yeah. I'll probably end up making it if I meet him. I feel like if I meet the RZA, like I'm not gonna, coming back. You know, it's gonna put you on right then and there. He gonna take me. All right, so let's. He gonna be like, let's build. Let's let's start it. Let's we gonna start the GoFundMe to get Frankie to the woods, man. 
Frankie to we're gonna get, send Frankie to the enlightenment camp. That's the name of the that's the name of the GoFundMe. Send Frankie to the enlightenment camp so he could tell us what the fuck the RZA said. <coughs> Come back <laughs> if he comes back. Mm-hmm. If he comes back, oh man. But yeah, shout. I, I'm listen. Um, RZA, I respect you. You are a pillar in the community, but and an ill producer, and, and he just producer. scored Snowfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. Listen, man, his talent is undeniable, but nah. Nah. Capital N. Nah. So, you let me know. We gonna we gonna put the GoFundMe link in the show description, and we gonna get Frankie to the woods. Um. I had a. Uh, I, I wanted to talk about Jay Z getting criticized for um. Using Rolexes as an invitation to his his charity event, but then I realized I don't really care that much. Yeah, I already started you on it halfway through the team explaining that shit. <laughs> I don't really care. I, I realized like people was criticizing him because he used Rolexes to um, send invites to all of his rich friends. But then it's just like, you know, they call him a capitalist and elitist and all this other shit. I'm just like, <coughs> Hov is going to hear it no matter what he does. So it don't really matter. No matter how much good that he tries to do. Someone is going to say something. So, well, what good is having all that money if you can't do shit with it because people are going to say something? I mean, what big say? More money, more problems, man. Right. And that's it. He's just living up to it. And that's that. More money, more problems. Yeah. The problems are there, but fuck the problems, right? Fuck so, the problems. You got enough money to deal with the problems. So, shout out to Hove. Shout out to his uh, charity event because he, you know, he's still doing whatever he needs to do. So, shout out to him. Um, We're going to keep it with music. Uh, Dave East dropped a project called Survival. Haven't heard it yet. Gonna listen to it. I'll report back. Gangstar. Gangstar? Bro. My boy? Yeah, listen. We gotta give a quick moment. I wanna give my flowers to DJ Supreme. DJ Premier. I'm sorry. I fucked the name all up. I wanna give my flowers to DJ Premier. He is pushing 50 and probably one of the illest producers out right now. Mm. Like this Gangstar album, and shout out to Shaka for putting me on. This Gangstar album is some. The production is fire. Mm. Guru is fucking Guru, of course. Mm. But the production Premier did is like checking that out. Yo, this shit is spectacular. Um, what's it called? One of the best yet. Okay. Gangstar. They actually they got a um. What's the song that I, I really like? One of the songs that I really like is um Bad Name. That shit is oh my god. Premier went crazy on that beat. Mm. I mean Guru is is a lyrical genius, so I can't even I'm not even gonna say anything because as he he does exactly what he's supposed to do, but Guru I mean Premier just went That's his thing. Yeah. Yeah, Premier just went crazy with this production. Like do you really like Wu Tang like that? You, you're not gonna let this go, huh? No, yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm Bro, just, I'm, I'm Wu checking you. <laughs> you getting Wu checked? I'm getting Wu checked. Getting Wu checked. <laughs> Bro, I'm a Wu Tang fan. So what's your what, okay out of the Wu Tang? Who's your favorite? <laughs> Damn, I, I I didn't unleash the monster. My bad. Listen, who's your, who's your favorite out of the, out of the Wu Tang? Okay, um. 
My favorite album is only built for Cuban Links. So I would have to say Ray is my favorite. Good. That's my favorite too. Do you Ray's, like you like Jizza? Jizza's cool. Liquid Swords is a classic. I'm I'm you know, but anything after Liquid Swords, I I'm not gonna lie and say that I listen to. Right, good, good, good. So I have a recommendation for you. Oh, let me hear it. Right. Is it Capadonna or somebody? Nope. It's Jizza. Jizza's one of my personal favorite on that. Okay. I like uh Raekwon, but I like all of them. Okay. I listen to you guard. Capadonna, yeah, all see, of them. I can't get into you, God. All of them. I, I listen to all of them. God. I listen to the group work, individual shit. Yeah, I'm a fan for real. So. I listen to, I listen, one, no, my two favorite Rue projects. I have three. No, I'm lying. My three favorite Rue projects are No Particular Order, Only Built for Cuban Links. Um, okay. Fuck. Damn, what the fuck Come is Well, you gotta love Supreme Clientele. Yeah, Supreme Clientele. Okay. I was gonna say Iron Man, but Supreme Clientele is is probably better, mm. and um, Brooklyn Zoo. Mm. Those are my three favorite Wu projects. You ever heard of Wu Massacre? Yeah, I've heard I heard Wu Massacre, and I actually I'm in the minority on this, but I really like Takao 2000. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one too. All right, so I got one recommendation. It's Jizza. <laughs> I'm being Wu check, y'all. DJ Muggs. Okay. Grandmaster. I so like, the name of his grandmaster. I like Muggs. Muggs. Muggs is fire. Jizza. That should be dope. Okay. Because I like Muggs' production. So Muggs, that should be dope. That shit was dope. I'm, you know, it's amazing. They both play chess. Mm-hmm. So, on that album, there's tons of chess references with kung fu references with just the shit like Jizza flex on that whole album. Okay. And oh, it let me, is let me Jizza go download it right way. now so you know it's real so I don't get woo checked again. What is it called? Grandmaster? Mm-hmm. Let me see. Let me find it right now. Hold on. Let me put DJ Muggs with it. I spelled Muggs' name wrong. Yeah, it's M-U-G-G-Z. Plain language. It's not giving me the fucking... You put DJ. This shit is so stupid. You gotta put DJ before. I got the Soul <coughs> Assassins. I ain't get the. You got the what? I got the Soul Assassins album. I ain't get the. Grandmaster. This shit bringing me Grandmaster Flash. I don't want this shit either. Okay, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. I don't wanna bleed too much. Yeah. This is a podcast. We got to you right now. Yeah, word. This is what we gotta keep talking But yeah um, What What Let me tell you something About this album right here This shit ill It's fuck I met the Jizza After listening to the album One day I was coming home from work Uh huh Listened to this whole album On my way to work I sit my ass down And Jizza walks into The Motor Vehicle Commission Oh shit and I was the first person he's talked to. You know what I did? What you doing? I froze the fuck up. I didn't do shit. <laughs> but this album, yeah. So I'm going to send this to you. Yeah, word. Okay, yeah. Send, send that to me. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm going to check that shit out. I ain't mean to awaken the... 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 Um, 
And yeah, no, I fuck with all things, you know, all things. Yeah, and I, you know what? That's my fault. I forgot. So I didn't want to make it seem like I was shitting on the Rizzo. I'm not shitting on the Rizzo. I'm, I'm kind of shitting on his enlightenment camp, but I'm not shitting on the Rizzo. I can't shit on the Rizzo. That's the Rizzo. That's the Rizzo. The Rizzorector. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the Jizzy got that. He got the bars on deck. Word, I got it. You just sent it to me. Um, What else am I listening to? One of my personal favorites, Little Dragon, put out a song called Tongue Kissing. Now, for those that might be new to this program, Little Dragon is an alternative band from Sweden. This is probably one of my favorite groups ever. One of my favorite groups ever. What's this, the name again? This song is called Tongue Kissing. Tongue Kissing. And this is like in 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 in, in uniform. This is some groovy, groovy shit. Mm. So make sure y'all check out Little Dragon, Tongue Kissing. Um, check out Emotional Oranges, The Juice Volume 2. Check out Masango's single, Big Girls. And check out Larry June's project, Product of the Dope Game. Larry June is is, is from, um, I, I believe he's from San Francisco. Good old, um, cool-ass music. So shout out to um, Larry June, and uh, yeah, man, make sure y'all go listen. Hey yo, if to you uh, projects, if you like rock music, check out this band called The Down and Outs. Yeah, shout out to The Down and Outs, man. I met them today. They record here. They interrupted our shit, but they were cool. Yeah, but they were super duper cool. Um, they're like a they're a rock band. They got some dope shit called The Down and Out. What's what's the name of their project? The name of the project is um. The, I think it's just self, the Down and Out TP. It's just the Down and Out TP. They got five joints. Yeah, check and, them out. Yo, Harry Houdini and is Landlord. cool. Harry Houdini's cool, but Landlord, Landlord is that is that's that shit. Landlord, Landlord is, that, is cool. Landlord is that shit. So well, shout out yeah. to the Down and Out. They was in here fucking with us for a little bit. Um, I'm gonna listen to their project too because what I heard was super duper fire. Ooh. So shout out to the down and out. Um, I believe that's it. Let me double check the list. Is um, is there anything you wanted to get off your chest, brother? No, just that, just that. That's it, man. Just putting people on. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, I think I uh, I think I come. Oh, oh shit, damn. Uh, Summer Walker. For those who don't know, she's um, being antisocial. Um, she's been in the news recently. She's a one of the new R&B acts uh, a couple of weeks ago she was criticized because she used a wash bowl and she said she doesn't like showers so she was called dirty for two weeks but she cleaned it up pun intended saying that um, you know she likes showers but she rather baths whatever I don't give, I don't give a fuck again but, I don't care yeah but now she's in the headlines again because she had a meet and greet recently and she told all of her fans don't look at her for too long and don't touch her <laughs> you can't even laugh that's why i'm laughing because you can't laugh that's how you funny. tell your fans don't touch me <laughs> by telling them don't fucking touch me she has the right to say that that's what's crazy about people man they act like it's a shock Sometimes you have to tell people don't fucking touch me. Why should you? Bro, you had have a meet to touch and, me. You had a meet and greet. You okay. can't shake my hand. 
Well, uh, well, shake your hand. No, she said that you know, the pictures were like they were standing. There was a foot between her and every fan that she took a picture with. It's a meet. <laughs> it's a meet. Kind of a greet. It's not even a greet. It's just a wave. <laughs> it's not even a Don't even wave at me. Just wave. She said, don't. She was telling her fans. Your security told her fans, you know, don't stare at her for too long. Don't say anything to her. Don't touch her. That's bugged out. <laughs> they should just take the stand, of have a foot, at least an arm's length of distance between you and her, take the picture, and walk the fuck on. Hilarious. Uh, so, she was criticized for that. Mm. I don't necessarily agree with it. I, I mean, I'm I'm of the ideal that if your fans pay to see you, my nigga, at least shake a hand. Mm. Sign an autograph. Be a little fucking grateful. These people paid their hard-earned money to see you. Like, don't act like that. Yeah. But they deserve a touch. They just at least a handshake, at least. Uh, let me touch your shoulder, at least. I'll be like, yo, anybody could just pay to come though. What if I what if you're trying to do voodoo on me? I will I will say telling them don't touch me is fucking hilarious. That shit is fucking hilarious. Don't touch me. Because <laughs> me and Grease be touch like my hand, my finger. Don't even just touch just... my finger. Just don't don't stare at my hand, first and foremost. But you paid $140 for a meet and greet ticket and you can't touch me. I just think that's fucking hilarious. So shout out to Summer Walker. She's getting dragged, but you know, like all things, you'll be fine by next week. Don't worry about that shit. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. I think I covered, I think we covered everything. I'm gonna go check out that, um, what's that shit you told me to check out on Netflix? The, the brain of Bill Gates or some shit? The mind of Bill Gates. The mind of Bill Gates. I'm gonna go check that out. Cause me and Frankie was talking about that before we turned the mics on. So um, um, gonna go check that out because you know free time. But in the meantime, in between time, follow the show on everything, Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. Follow me on Twitter at at twitter.com slash four kj. Follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. Pardon me. Follow the dojo on IG at the dojo jc follow a celestial goddess on ig for your holistic healing follow at ivy's t code for your herbal needs make sure y'all like rate review subscribe tell a friend to tell a friend and all of that good shit like that there and uh mindfulness for the stress be present in the moment beloved don't let don't let the uh the good times pass you by chasing waterfalls or whatever TLC said y'all be safe out here burn a candle light light a sage um and follow your dreams my nigga we out